everybody, welcome back to Monkcraft Podcast. I'm your host, Golden, and today we have a special 5.4 Windwalker Roundtable. Uh, from Roadrunners of Kill Jaden, the former Feral Druid dev from RAR, Hina Lover. Hi today, Hina Lover. Hello. Uh, from Tyranny of Shattered Hand, the Simsy Monk dev, Calligraphy. Hello. And, of course, we can't talk about Windwalkers without this dude from Something Wicked, the Mr. Spreadsheet himself, Rotund. Oh my god, what's going on? <laughs> so, I guess before we you know, start everything out, uh, going into, I think we just need to have a little bit of, a little bit of remembrance. A moment of silence. A little moment of silence for the Rune Reorigination Trinket, or the Rut Row, no more. 5.4 on the uh, here coming in four days, I believe, from this uh, recording. Something like that. I'm going to miss my one million damage from Rising Sun. I know. I just, I mean, just thinking about that, uh, I think the most I've ever gotten was three million. Closest I've gotten was one million, thanks to non heroic Thunderforged weapons. Yeah, just. No, I mean, it's three million from Hordon. <clears throat> Good riddance. Go away, stupid trinket. I hate you. Yeah. You're always proccing. You're always proccing when I don't want you to. You always proc whenever we can't hit the boss. Yep. There we go. Okay. Now that now that's out of the way. (laughs) Now that's out of the way. Just just reading the forums. I I know I shouldn't. It's like a bad habit, and you can't kick it once you get into it. Just too too much good there. But you know, MMOC. Wow forums, EJ, not really too much. EJ is actually where the smart people kind of ha- hang out most of the time. But is this the end of Windwalker? Should I just delete my character now? I mean, Mirror says, "Hey, should I sub back?" And people are telling him no. I mean, what's going on here? Like uh, Rotun, like exactly, is this the end of it? Like, are we done? Should we just you know hang up the boots, hang up the fist mints? I I've wrestled with this myself. <laughs> No, I mean, Windwalkers are going to be very potent next year. I mean, we we have a we have a good ability in Stormworth and Fire that we're going to probably lean on and abuse a lot. Um, I mean, there's a lot. I think there's classes that are in better places than us, being that we're melee. But you know, it's I'm not giving up hope yet. So we'll see. So I guess that we'll see from Rotund. Um, I guess Callie then ask your thoughts. On it, I mean, obviously this is more of like a 5.4 in general, but based on what you're seeing with your testing, I know you've done, um, have you done all the heroics, 25 or at least most of them currently tested? On I've PTR, done everything you? except for Paragons, so and I'm Paragons. told that that's something I should be thankful for. Um, <laughs> yeah, from why, just in case people don't know, Paragons is like when it's a set of three hads come out, and you basically, uh, three bosses, and you have to kill them, and it's it's apparently terribly insane, like... Siege Black, I guess uh, Black Fuse is like a joke compared to them. I guess just how the difficulty is scaled up. Yeah, it, Siege Crafter, in my opinion, is actually one of my favorites. Everyone else seems to hate him, but I've been <laughs> on the the treadmill, as we call it. I'm like, hey, I don't mind losing that 20 pounds. But um, I'd say, you know, a lot of people are saying that, for example, our single target isn't as good, and that's just going to come into play style. Um, even for top guilds like Tyranny, Angry, etc., all of our guilds, how we play our character is going to come in. I think that a lot of people are being overly negative, to be completely honest. So Debbie Downers, I guess. Debbie Downers, they're like, that's, you know, they're just, maybe 5.2 hit them so hard that they're still, like, not recovered from it yet, 
even with you know ru- the rune. Maybe do you think it really everybody? I guess you know, I ask you start with you, the Hina lover. Um, is it maybe just because of the mastery changing and the rune being like such like oh finally I'm doing good damage, getting taken out completely. I think that's part of it. I think uh, Rune is definitely what a lot of people kind of associated with the class. And that basically, because with the Rune you were doing so much damage, you were able to be competitive, that uh, a lot of people are complaining because we don't have any real rate cooldown per se, that it was our damage that we were able to be competitive and be brought into uh, raids. That's true for 10 mans. 25 mans, it's not so much of an issue given the fact there's so many cooldowns being brought to the raid itself. But I think the rune is basically what a lot of people associated with us being competitive and with that being taken away, it's just going to, uh, just people are just being negative nancies about it. Well, yeah, the Debbie runes Downers. are being taken away, though, right? Like, it's just our mastery is changing, and therefore the runes mm-hmm. not as effective anymore. Yeah, basically. And I think people are mad that people are mad that we're our mastery has changed for three tiers in a row, and we're just kind of like we we kind of see that, and, and we kind of I think the loud people like to chime in and say Blizzard doesn't know what they're doing because they keep changing us and they don't know what's going on. And <laughs> I think well, some of, there's some of that in play, but yeah. Well, well I think. Well, I think part of it is the fact is that because the room was so effective, uh, effective, yeah. Uh, even when we were uh, explaining it during the PTR for five point two, that it was going to be very effective. That people were just kind of uh, Blizzard is thought, yeah, it's probably not going to be effective as effective as people thought. But once you got uh, stuff like Zephyr is coming in, uh, showing if you have X amount uh, of mastery, just one point over haste and crit, and then you keep doing that over and over and over again until you have near 10k of each point. Then yeah, the point, uh, the value of uh, those trinkets just skyrockets. And Callie, did you have anything to comment on that as well? I wanted to jump in there. Uh, basically, as far as raid utility goes, for example, one of the fights that I was talking about not too long ago was Iron Juggernaut and the cooldown reduction trinket. One of the things that Iron Juggernaut does is he spawns these bombs, and people, at least one person has to jump on it, otherwise your raid will basically wipe. They do about your full pool of health. So having the cooldown reduction trinket actually gives us some slight utility because we can soak stuff like that. As much mm-hmm. as people say, oh, personal utility isn't real raid utility, there's something to be said about the fact that we can take a large amount of damage, and with that, that increases our survivability even better. Well, it reminds me of, and I brought this up with Rotan when we had our talk on the previous, not last episode, but one before, um, that we're kind of like the mages of Melee. I mean, that's kind of how I look at it. I mean, they they don't really have as much, I guess, but they have like, you know, Mana Shield. They can talent into, um, I believe it's the Frost Shield, and they have Ice Block. They have 90% Barrier. I mean, it looks, if you look at a lot of that stuff, it's really, if you say, well, Diffuse, or you say Zen Med... You know, or you know, brew. A lot of it kind of correlates, but they just can't heal themselves, and we can. And especially with the change to uh, TB uh, being how it's going to look in five four. Um, I mean, as far as testing, Kelly, have you noticed an uh, increase in your healing? Because I've only done a little bit. I've mainly done flex testing, so everything's been kind of scaled down. But when you're in that, you know, your end game gear now, does can you see a noticeably boost in, in healing that you're doing? I'm going to be pretty honest, especially 
so they had a glyph that they added in where you can cast Rick Spell Harm on another person. And that was going to be fantastic. But what they did was they nerfed how much the Expel Harm healing did. After that, I honestly haven't seen terribly much. Enhancement Shamans can still outheal us. So no. I mean, the only thing I can really think of in terms of healing output is if we spec Chi Torpedo mm-hmm. and pop TEB and then kind of give a, a quick, a, a huge burst of the raid for a couple tech for a couple mm-hmm. taps. But yeah, that's and the she- only real the healing output I see or- is being. Capable. Yeah. Or chi burst is also yeah, chi a good burst. One, but... That's what I was thinking of. Is maybe doing yeah. like a chi burst where you're able to, uh, you know, just sit behind the raid, like maybe more of an AOE situation. Like um, I'm thinking of uh, what's his name, a uh, Malkorak, I guess, or Malkorak. Mm-hmm. You know, where yeah, you're Malkorak. in, yeah, where you're like everybody's grouped up in front to mitigate the damage, and you can throw a chi burst out and heal the raid, do a little bit of damage, but at least that much healing should be able to push people over. Um, mm-hmm. But then again, this is like more for heroic situations. I mean, obviously. You know, I've been doing you know flex flex mode testing. Callie, I know you've done mainly both of them, normal and heroic, with tyranny I, on the PTR. Have you yeah, done I've any done, heal ever? I've done all but two of the normal ten mans and yeah. two of the heroic ten mans. And then, uh, have you done any rotun right now? Currently, um, I just I did a little bit. I did the heroic when they were doing ten man testing. Like mm-hmm. I did the the Klaxi, and that that made me want to just unsubscribe but um <laughs> did a li- like i like you did like the, a lot of the flex stuff so yeah yeah so i mean it's and i mean i think that's one thing too is like we've all done the ptr and i don't want I mean oh, well, i'm just saying anyways but i mean it almost seems like the people that are complaining the most every time i see them complain and i see a post later on that they've done they say well i haven't been on the ptr and, like, that's the problem, I think. It's like they're complaining about just us posting numbers right. and saying, well, we think this might be this way. What about this? And they post, you know, you post, like, a World of Logs link about some current testing on a dummy, and they sit there and they wag their finger at Blizzard, and it's like, you know, you get on the PTR and see how it plays, because that goes in the next question I had for everybody. Um, and is that's going to be the playstyle changes. I mean, I commented, I think it was uh, T. Rotun this week about, or uh, maybe it was in you, Cali, about, uh, you know, being over cheed. I, I mean, I, go, I would. I practiced the chi, uh, chi brew this week in raiding, and it's like I just, you know, low haste chi brew. I just no. I just like I'm always. I'm so used to having okay one chi. I can oh, hit it twice, and so yeah. I, I'm used to banking that one chi. Now it's like because of how the, the procs come in the line with the you know the free one. It's like I'm accidentally at three chi and I hit uh, like a jab again instead of dumping a chi. And, and I think that's probably going to be the main a line that people are going to see, like, going into a raid next, this next week is, like, they're sitting there, maybe not as high as other people are parsing when they, you know, World Logs gets updated, if they, you know, next week or whenever they get updated. But, like, when they're comparing themselves within their raid group, is, is that going to be probably a main factor about the playstyle changes going from a 5-chi to a 4? Or do you think that uh, Ascension still will, might be beneficial? Do you think it's going to have a thing, or is it just because of how Cheaper is working with the new mastery? I think it's going to be a thing. Um, I'll be completely upfront. My first numbers with Tibru were lower than with Ascension. It took me hours of testing on a raid dummy, hours in a raid to finally really get down Tibru. And if you aren't already practicing with Tibru, you're behind. You're not going to be doing as good of numbers as someone else because Tibru gives us the best upfront burst for early lusts. Yeah, I mean, Ascension's still viable, um, but you're. It, it's just one of those min-max things that if, if you need to be doing the best you can like especially with an early early lust situation that yeah you want to play with, get start getting acquainted with chibrew and and i mean you basically just need to make sure you're not banking if you're using chibrew make sure you're not banking chi make sure you're spending it 
as you get it. Cause yep. you're going to, if that, if you start kind of planning on that fifth, on that fifth chi, then you're going to waste a lot of it. So um, I know that kind of how with Ascension right now, I play like I jab twice and then I blackout kick twice. It kind of just like, yeah, you change that up to our jab blackout kick, jab blackout kick kind of. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a complete play style change. I mean, and not even, and not even that, that, you know, like, you know, usually you bank that one chi for uh, a TEB stack, Fist of Fury, because you're mm-hmm. going to get the most oomph probably in that time period. Um, or, you know, you're not even using uh, uh, Energizing Brew at all. I mean, I found myself going, oh, I, I need EB. I'm like, I'm sitting here trying to jab and nothing's happening. It's like, I see my haste barely going up, me, my energy. And it's like, you know, using EB on cooldown almost now, uh, you know, when outside of Lust, obviously. And it actually seems good, too, like with Lust, with the low haste build now on the PTR, like with Lust, it just seems like, oh, finally, I don't have to worry about being capped constantly during Lust periods. Are you noticing right. that as well, Hina Lover? Um, actually, I'm, I'm actually kind of feeling it more like uh, how it was back in 5.0, where it there were times in which it was uh, some lulls, but then there were other times in which I'm just spending constantly, kind of like mm-hmm. how I am right now, where I'm just generating so many uh, chi that it's just... I don't know what to do with them. Yeah, yeah cheaper, especially cheaper sale, cheaper sale. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially with like the tier four bonus from from last year, where basically like it it flooded you with energy. You couldn't spend mm-hmm. it fast enough. Um, I'm still. This is my personal, you know, take on it, but I'm I'm probably going to go with a higher ace build until I pick up that four piece in tier sixteen. Yeah. Well, same with I'm... me. Same with me. I'm probably going to go about 6k haste uh, until mm-hmm. I can get um, the CDR trinket. Uh, then exactly. I'll, and then I'll probably just lower it down to four, about 4k now, after that. Now, because the CDR trinket, it not only it reduces all your main abilities. Like your, it, I mean, the really only one it does I could see is e, EB and Fist of Fury are the only two that I could see that it actually reduces. Like uh, damaging wise, correct? Uh, does it affect right. Touch of Karma as well? Maybe no. No, and if it no, does, that'd be amazing. It'd that, be I know. Hard for like, yeah, well, I guess that's probably why, yeah, too, because yeah. of PvP reasons. But I mean, and then it has the agility. Now they did change the agility, didn't they? Like, wasn't it like really kind of okay? But then they changed it recently. I think yes. it had a static crit on it before, and now it's got just a really good agi proc. That's Harams. That I think it was. They had two multi strikes, both which had static haste and static i want to say mastery right. yeah that was it mastery that was it i think it was the mastery no it was haste yeah oh, there was, uh, one of them there were two, two multi-strike <laughs> ones that i tested with and one had i think static mastery the other had static haste and then they changed them to just an agi proc on harems which whereas... i think is a which it basically it benefits everybody but it mainly benefits windwalkers a little more at least for I me mean, not benefits more but i mean because a haste is such like a you know some classes want it like I think rogues right now that's all they really want I'm not sure about no one really knows about hunters anymore they're like a dead spec but uh, yeah pallies uh, love yeah. haste and, you know, yeah I mean pallies so it's like it's almost like that well agility every class wants it you know enhance you know ferals like all the other specs they, you can always use agility because you're gonna mm-hmm. get more da- you're gonna get damage out of it anyways but um, so then I, yeah so I guess then. I was thinking of that too. Going with the six K is probably what I'll do. I might even go six point five, and I think it's it's. I might be. Do you think? Uh, at least in my opinion, a little more easier to go adjust from the ten K or nine K haste that I was playing at, lowering it down a little bit, getting used to that lower haste build, and then you know that kind of like transitioning. If say if someone like hasn't had the time to maybe test any of this stuff, is that something you'd recommend? 
Yeah, six uh, six six point five is probably a good way to start out with. Um, crit is probably going to be your next best bet, and then followed by mastery. I would actually suggest going with um, about seven k mastery. That will put you at about fifty percent on mastery, meaning is even though you're uh, using up four chi per tiger brew, uh, you're basically. It's going to feel like you you're back to three G basically. Oh yeah, very easily you'll be up to fifty percent mastery. But um, actually, this week I'm going to be updating the EJ guide, and probably what I'm going to recommend for stats is at least six K, probably to eight K haste, and then whenever you have the CDR trinket, that's when you're going to pull it down to four to five K. Yeah. So I got a question for you guys then on the haste front. I'm currently not using any tier pieces for tier 15, so I'm not using that the energy bonus, basically. Uh, are you guys in that territory? Yeah. I mean, I'm planning on I'm planning on not using the tier 15 bonus going into the next tier, and that's putting me at like 8k, 8.5k haste. Um, actually, where I'm my gonna, targets are. I'm actually going to be using the 4k. Um, I, I can the, see the why. The 4 piece, you mean? The 4 piece, uh, tier 14. Yes, it's sorry, tier fifteen. But yes, I'm um, I'm actually going to use it uh, mainly for the little bit extra chance to proc. Uh, I'm sorry, extra damage to Tigerite Brew, but it's not a whole lot. It's only yeah. a point five percent increase. So you get like a ten stack is worth sixty five percent bonus damage instead of sixty percent. Correct. Yeah. So here's a fun fact for you, too, that might convince you to use the two set. Suck. Whenever you use uh, Chi Brew, it actually procs your energy spears, and you can proc up to four of them off of you. See, I think it. that's a bug. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think the energy but... spears should be dropping like as you jab, but I think there's a bug right now that exists where they're not dropping mm-hmm. until you until you pop your, your Chi Brew. Not necessarily, because I've, it does say Chi generating. So arguably, right. Chi Brew is still Chi generating. So yeah, what does this, whenever I you suppose, gain the... Yeah. If they probably have it dirty coded in. I, I, I've been using dirty code like the last <laughs> couple of days now. Like, <laughs> so I do web development, so like when I do stuff that doesn't not really have them happy with, I call it dirty code, but uh, like it's kind of what it seems like. Like they say, whenever player gains this ability, this item or gains chi that has a chance to proc this is probably mm-hmm. how they have it coded in there and so yeah. it's just yeah. not it's really just efficient. anecdotal like i haven't gone yeah. through and like youtube did or like or combat logged it yeah but it, it seems like it's either graphical or it, maybe it's just graphical maybe they're there but nope. they're not no nope. uh, you, you've, you've run circles people. around the testing dummy and like nothing nothing happens yeah i had a friend who was testing it earlier today and he got 40 energy out of them just by using chibru so okay. yeah. so I guess then that would so yeah so then I guess 2p well I mean again then this also goes into the next thing which I didn't really want to go over but because there's like a long thread already started I thought it would go away I was kind of hoping it would but uh, was going into bugs PTR thread now or what's no going? there's a, the R, the uh, RJW bug with SEF oh, yeah. like I mean I, we have to talk about it a little bit it's been, it's fixed. been fixed yeah okay thank you Whew. Like, cause I was just like, okay, I can't like, it's like, okay, now we're going to have another one where you see uh, what was yeah. it? A uh, Horadon or something where it was like a million DPS a monk did. And it was yeah. legit because it was bugged. Yeah. And because RJW like, yeah. was just totally <laughs> borked for brewbusters. Like at the beginning of this Yeah. Match. And so like now it's yeah, okay. So it's, it has been fixed though. Correct. See, like, I feel uh, like, yeah, I feel like Blizzard kind of trolled us and said, Hey, we're not seeing the numbers you guys are seeing. Go debug all of the monk stuff for us and report <laughs> back to us and see yeah. what's broken. Yeah. 
So yeah, I mean, I mean, but uh, which makes sense too, because I remember doing some the first day flex testing, and had doing that and having rushing Jade win with my guy, with my uh, guys, my bros, my SCF bros, and they were basically trucking things like in spoils, like spoils literally fell over in our section because I would go send them out and or they'd be near me and I just pop RJW. And it would just completely destroy everything. And it's just was it not getting the reduction in it? Is that what the mm-hmm. whole thing was about, or like it wasn't that's reducing what, the damage based like. on it's it? That's what it looks like. Like the when they were popped out, like their damage wasn't being reduced by the you know sixty percent or whatever that sixty five I think for three yeah. and then uh, yeah. seventy. It changes every week now. It's yeah, <laughs> tomorrow it'll be like uh, you know no da- negative damage. It'll actually yeah. take damage. You just won't gain any back with them popped out. Uh, but it, okay. and fire will just be like little, little uh, apparition kind it'll, of. Damage. It'll just be a band that'll pop out and play. It'll just be more of a t- <laughs> cosmetic now. It'll just be like a band coming out and playing. Yeah, that, turn it into a glyph. Yeah, this guy's just sitting on the side. <laughs> but Storm Earth and Fire is actually going to be very useful for this tier. I I can name about five uh, five fights where you can use them. More no than that, I, I'd say a little build. over fifty percent. Mm-hmm. That is going to be what our niche is this tier. We went from not having any cleave to being just pure, um, and being pure single target from 5.0 and 5.1 to being basically the cleave master. Well, I mean, it's also like too we we could have us being like thinking of a fight where there's you get danger around the boss, but then there's ads like uh, General Nazgrim, for instance. We could exactly. basically be on the ad stunning them because our utility is really in stuns. Like we have so many CC abilities. We have Paralyzer can throw on one. We have our uh, spear, spear hand kick. We can stick a, a SEF on the boss the whole time of the fight and never Actually, really I go. Was, I was doing it the other way around. I was, yeah. uh, doing the other uh, way around? on the boss, throwing the SEF onto uh, the ads that don't need to be dealt with. Okay. And then. Yeah, just throwing uh, on the rogues of the warriors, basically? Yeah, yeah. the rogues, <laughs> the warriors, um, and then get, get onto the mages. Um, Shaman and the uh, hunter for the heroic. big thing though, save one for the totems because melee can't yeah. get the totems on that, especially the healing stream. Because I mean, I don't like relying on other people to switch if I can swap my SEF over there super quick. Mm-hmm. The banners, you, know? you mean, or no, not the, just the banners, but the healing, healing totem. totems, yeah. Okay, melee How can't get on those because, have? um, I don't remember. I think because a couple million, can, I heard you can crackle and jade lightning the totems. Uh, their health was boosted last time I tested it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that might have yeah. been just the first pass. They were like, I mean, a lot of the I mean, of course, I'm talking about flex though, but I know normal and heroic they actually have quite a bit of HP compared to like what they do on many of the other difficulties. Like it's almost like triple I think on heroic than it is even on normal. Is that yeah. is that seems about right? Like yeah, so they actually so, had to I mean, do a hot fix to it in the middle of testing um, on heroic <laughs> because oh. they were too had too much health. Yeah. <laughs> that's always nice when they're testing right in the middle of something I mean, uh, fixing something right in the middle of testing and kind of like the draw mechanic having to try to deal with that for like a whole raid tier planning out your next okay how's our strategy going to be and then the next day the you know dev comes out saying oh yeah, yeah, yeah we were like, removing oh, we that, that out. yeah we don't oh, need yeah. to worry about yeah. it you know you now it's like <laughs> you gotta love pushing the boss over just by killing ads yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then I guess uh 
I guess I'm going into that as well, into a 5.4 in, in general, as far as like an item that you're shooting for. If there's one item that you could take from your raid, like it drops and it's yours. So like say if it's a, like, I'm not sure what you guys run, like DKP or Loot Council. Um, I know it's a lot of people are different out there or just a slash roll. So if you're going to recommend, each, you know, each one of you start with uh, uh, Kali, uh, what would you recommend or what would you want to grab first? Like a weapon, trinket, tier item? What's the first item you'd want to grab? And, and obviously, it's going to be Thunderforge if it's an item, so I don't need to say that. So, or Warforged, excuse me. But uh, what item would you grab first? Uh, for me, it would be weapons, but if I had better weapons from this tier, I would definitely go straight for the CDR trinket if I could, just because that does so much changing to our overall rotation and all of our reforges, and that's what I've tested with extensively on the PTR. And then Rotan, what about you? Yeah, I'm kind of echoing that. Like a weapon, main hand weapon is going to be like the best, the best thing for you. I, I'm going to go for a four. I'm going to kind of try to get. I'm probably going to coin bosses the drop tier. I'm not really impressed. I'm not as impressed at the the CDR trinket as as most people are. I, I'm not a fan of Fist of Fury. Just that's bottom line. That's kind of where I sit. So, mm-hmm. um, probably go after tier pieces and get that because once you get the four piece, like your 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 gearing and your reforging changes dramatically and you get more benefit out of mastery than you did before like way more benefit out of mastery than you did without the, the four piece bonus and then uh Hina lover what about you i kind of i'm actually going to kind of go along with that thought process where i'm going to go after weapons first um the cd uh, either the cdr or the um uh, multi-strike uh, trinket, uh, and then followed by the uh, tier pieces. Uh, four pieces, good. Uh, it was great, but kind of clunky at first until they kind of nerfed it down to ten stacks of tiger eye brew, uh, giving one extra chi. Uh, basically, one extra chi. Uh, okay, so but, but that's basically my opinion: is weapons first. Maybe the trinkets, and then followed by the four piece. So yeah, so weapon. Yeah, usually, I mean, and and I think that's a lot with other classes as well that I can see is uh, most of them is like weapon or trinket is kind of the idea. Um, but then I guess then yeah, I guess it goes into it like you said, Rotun, going with a coin on, I guess multiple bosses, but try to see if you can coin those the the four piece. And is that with the, you said about the reforging? Um, is it? Just because, of, like, so, like, if I have, say, less mastery at the start, would I go back to the old old mastery reforgings of trying to get mastery a lot higher? Or is it just going to be kind of keep crit mastery even with haste being a little lower? Oh, uh, like, like, Roro reforging? Yeah. Like, would I be going back? I mean, obviously not haste. I think we've, we all well, kind of know that by now that, hey, we're going to be having a lower haste build, maybe around 6k or so. But right. will we still have the other two kind of even? Or would it be just like, oh, we'll hope we get mastery? It's you want. I mean, you want to basically find a comfortable level of haste, and you know, depending if you have the CDR trinket or not, or where you kind of sit with your tier bonuses, like you kind of that's your first priority. But I would say from from kind of the, the my spreadsheet and the math that I've done is like mastery actually works out to be kind of a better stat than gain. It's a, it's a better stat to use to gain uh, tigerized brew stats stacks than than haste once you get the four piece. And it also, because you get that free, you get, basically get free chi out of it, then it also kind of lowers your haste cap as well. Um, crit, 
and I think Hina's did some math on this, but like the crit cap ends up being about fifty three percent for white attacks. Sixty. And so sixty percent, yeah. So once you get past sixty percent crit, it goes like, the value doesn't go down that much, but it's still it's still less than what it what it is under okay. the cap under that, also, like, the white hit crit that, cap or whatever. Uh, yeah. Keep it, keep in mind uh, that sixty percent is dealing with white. Uh, sorry, with dual welding. Mm-hmm. If you are dealing with uh, a two hander. That uh, crit cap jumps up to seventy nine percent. Yeah, and that's yep. pretty unattainable. Seventy nine, actually, not necessarily. I know that a lot of guardian druids already had like seventy five percent, which is roughly their crit cap by the time they were in. But they have the fifty percent uh, multiplier. Yeah, correct. But yeah. some of what I've seen is I'm already near fifty seven percent in my PTR gear. With yeah. having sixty percent mastery, you can get up to fifty sixty percent mastery, basically no effort at all. Mm-hmm. And is that? Well, and also, do that, you think? But, sorry, I'm just gonna. I, I want to put a caveat on that. Is like, I mean, right now we're in. Right now with Roro, we're we're kind of putting a, in a haste par- in a, a yellow gem paradigm. And once the patch hits, we should be gemming reds and red hybrids. Correct. And so and that's, that's gonna that's gonna drop our secondary stats a lot. It once, is. I mean, but I've also been gemming red and red or red and orange mm-hmm. gems, and I'm still at I think 55 percent mastery. Pretty yeah, that easily. About right. Yeah. Yeah, um, I just did a quick uh, scenario myself, and I'm sitting at about 12,000 crit, uh, 7,000 haste, and I'm in heroic, uh, th- uh, with a few thunder, uh, heroic Thunder Force pieces, and that's gemming uh, reds and, red- and oranges. Yep. And then, so yeah, the, going into that, the gemming then as well, I know we, we've just covered it with the red and oranges. Uh, or like you said, uh, agility and agility, like hybrid, whatever, mastery, crit haste, or whatever, you know, whatever caps you want to hit to with those. Um, would it be beneficial to go for those plus 20 haste or whatever crap uh, bonuses? Or would it just be, do- if you see one of those, just kind of ignore them and go with the um, th- straight three uh, red gems in those or something like that? Mm, I mean, it. I haven't looked. I've looked at the tier pieces, but I haven't looked at all the gear from this from this next. Well, I mean, I'm year, talking but, about like uh, if you're I'm reforging sure. now, like reforging now, like your tier 15 items yeah. for tier 16. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's um, gonna be just like it was. Tier 15 gear. In, yeah, it'll yeah, be like yeah. in tier um, tier 14, where we looked at whether how much agility you're really sacrificing versus how much secondary stats. Yeah, basically, okay. if you're getting, I think it's the, if you're getting, if there's double the secondary stat from the gemming bonus, then agility that you're losing you probably want to grab that bonus yeah for example my shoulders i have the hero thunderforge shoulders from megara it's plus 60 haste i'm probably just going to put a red gem in there yeah yeah so anything like i guess 120 then for the people that like me that are bad at math uh, <laughs> 120 plus of the secondary stat maybe eye it but then yeah. again like if it's like a yellow and a blue it's probably going to be better to go with maybe the because yeah. because it's like hit because I also need to think about the caps too because we're still capped right now currently and our, even if um, like because I'm like you Rotun going with the no tier pieces for the next one I'm just going with all Thunder Thunderforge that I have so my, I have a higher item level but like no even with those like where I'm able to get rid of some of these bad tier pieces I'm still at over the hit cap and I have yeah. nowhere else to go with it oh, no. um, and it, it's just like one of those things like it, I guess that's also with reforging is trying to get rid of those items that give you those extra. Uh, like if you have to go with a uh, Renekai versus a, like a, another trinket, for you instance. You have a rod in here, don't you? Yes. No, no, no. I don't. No, I don't. I just have the. Uh, I just have the helm. Uh, the helm shoulders. 
and then the, I got the chest and legs. Okay. I don't have no raw den. This is all like other bosses. It's right, like right. I've only done raw den like three times, so you can't like uh, it's like the anti melee fight. So you, you just, know, I just, just peace out. Like I'm an officer. I'm pulling privilege. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just no. I mean, I want in there for the gear, but it's just you know other people need it. Like it's mm-hmm. they have four or five items where I just want the the legs and the the chest. Yeah, I'm been so out for that ring for a while, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I was I, okay I to get the boots. Yeah. That well, I mean, man. also, unfortunately, our guild decided to only kill him once, and I wasn't part of the. No. Oh, that Ouch. sucks. Boo earns yeah. on that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, and it's, and I think going into that too, then is uh, transitioning into another subject I wanted to kind of talk about a little bit is in five four. Um, I mean, obviously, it, it looks like from my perspective, I haven't done the last three bosses, so. Uh, you know, I haven't done the great Paragons. I mean, I've looked into it, saw some streams of it, but it looks like that it's not going to be one of those anti-melee encounters. Like, obviously, there's stuff in melee you want to not sit in because you'll die, but as far as what I can tell, it's like if you have a little bit of less range, you'll still be fine. And, and so if you're in a guild where it's like, well, like, like for instance, on the, the current strategy for Raden, you know, stack range and win, <laughs> like, is, is that kind of like going out the window in 5-4 from, from all your guys' testing that you've seen so far? Um, the closest one I've seen to not being melee friendly is Dark Shaman, and that depends on how well your tanks can kite. But even that one, we're going to be amazing for just because of um, shared health pool and well, our yeah. ability. So yeah, I think and that, Storm Earth and Fire. <laughs> yeah, our yeah. ability. <laughs> it's gonna be great. So I mean, I haven't seen Paragon, so I can't really comment on that. But I don't honestly feel okay. that any one fight is better or worse for melee or rain. The problem with Paragons is that they. A normal, it's not that bad. A normal, what he does, what one of the guys does is he, he puts out debuffs on everybody and then randomly connects people with similar debuffs with fire lines. So basically, like, the whole center of the room becomes this, like, big, like, dream catcher of laser beams and melee basically are sitting in the middle of it. And it's, that's why, like, melee kind of get screwed on that fight. Okay, I'm canceling my account at this point. <laughs> yeah, oh, wait, where's that music? Let me bring that music back. Like, Rotund yeah. party pooper. Like, <laughs> music back. Yeah, just, just bring it back and, you know, just another, yeah. s- another sad... St- but, uh, but, I mean, it's going to be like that. I mean, but, like, also... But, yeah, you, you, have have one, Garage, you have to have one... You have to have one fuck you melee fight. Yeah, well, I mean, like, Garage, for instance, so. too, is like, you know, yeah, there's a bunch of crap on the floor you have to dodge, or even Nazgrim, for instance. I mean, those Ravagers will destroy you in melee, like, just... Because they have that weird pathing, and you have to constantly dodge them. So, like, if you think, "Oh, that's crap for melee," well, it's not because you're able to just dodge and you move. Like, oh, I move two feet, and I'm still able to punch. You well, know, obviously, that, it's going it to suck down for to your fist- tanks. I mean, they're so. I, yeah. Sorry, this I used to tank, but I get so irritated <laughs> tanks who don't know how to move a boss. It's not too hard. Just look around the boss. Are your melee standing and well, stuff? It's probably yeah. your fault. Yeah. Well, me, I'm talking about like eight ra- or eight or nine ravagers around the yeah, room, like you- we're on our testing. Like, what's oh, yeah. this mechanic do? And then, like, all of a sudden, he's a bunch of ravagers and stuff. And so, like, I'm talking about stuff like that. But like, if it's, for instance, uh, like you're bringing up Dark Shaman for, I think it's gonna be our best fight. Like yes. uh, going into five four, yeah, we are gonna be dom. Like, it's like, oh, do we have another? Do you have a Windwalker alt? Is probably maybe asked in some raids out there because of the cleave ability because there's really no other classes out there i mean i guess like rogues combat rogues now because of the how they buff the hell out of them why yeah, blizzard we're, we're like why be, did you have to do that like now our weapons are going to go away we're going to be a desirable <laughs> melee on that fight but you have to remember yeah. like like there's a lot of range classes that can double dot and that's basically kind of what we are on that fight yeah, yeah. the other problem i foresee is that i think that there's something that i call excuse my language here a lot of windwalker retardation 
where a lot of guilds and stuff, they don't keep abreast of every single change. I've run into mm-hmm. a lot of people who don't even realize that Windwalkers are going to be the kings of AE next tier, that we're oh, going to have yeah. this amazing cleave. Um, and I think that a lot of Windwalkers are really going to have to do a ton of education with their guild. Mm. Well, it, it was pretty funny going into Flex, you know, even though we didn't have a full raid group because of, uh, you know, just people's commitments and whatnot, and, you know, not during a, a main raid day. Um, but, like, you know, going into the first few fights and all of a sudden, I'm number one by a large margin. Other than this scumbag elemental shaman who was uh, AoEing the sparks on spoils, you know, the ones that don't do anything after you pass through them, the spark of life or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, oh, like, yeah. you know, he's basically sitting there the entire... We finished ours early, and he was sitting there AoEing them just to get the DPS up. But, I mean... Like people going, wow, man, Windwalkers are really strong. Like you could, people could tell in the raid group when doing testing. So, hopefully, people out there listening are actually doing testing, and because your guild leader will see that. I mean, it's not going to be like, oh, well, you know, he's you know a good member in the guild, but they could, say, wow, Windwalkers strong, and then they say, well, you know, do you have an alt we can gear up really quickly or something like that, or maybe there's a a recruit that might be a little undergeared, uh, which is unfortunately for Windwalkers because that's kind of how most guilds are. They have an undergeared Windwalker, but. I mean, that's going to be definitely, I think, one of the things is that they're going to realize how strong once, you know, one of the first two fights. And then going into that, what's going to be, I guess, I guess Dark Shaman would probably be our next Jinrock, do you think? Like, what fight would be our next, like, oh, Windwalkers oh, are, like, number or two? Or, like, or just mean. G-Kun, basically. Yeah, our next G-Kun, like, where we can just <laughs> scumbag the damage and all of a sudden we're way ahead of everybody because of how things work out. Like, what, yeah. what do you guys think? Garrosh actually because you think that was yeah. really constant aoe everywhere i well, did almost was... a million damage on that fight well that was just the first uh, phase though yeah but even phase two um because we still do have some fairly strong single target um and phase two really doesn't last that terribly long we're going yeah, to really saying. shine on garrosh mm-hmm. i should disconnect after the first phase and just be like okay did, i'd be okay with damage. that <laughs> did, did my did my duty did the damage <laughs> i'm out well, well, me also too, like it's going on to Garrosh a little bit because I was thinking about this because I did some 10-man testing and, uh, you know, with, you know, a pickup group and when it was 10-man normal and seeing about the uh, the weapons too, what are, is our SEF, our Storm Earth and Fire going to be able to survive being able to attack those or will they die? Because I know we have our, they have like some weird regeneration to them and I'm not sure if that's just because of Smart Heals now currently in 5.4, I mean 5.3 build. But I know they're changing completely everything and ignoring all these castable pets. Is that going to be something that may hurt our actually Storm Earth and Fire? Like, have you noticed that in the latest build? Actually, I've noticed uh, that Storm Earth and Fire is surviving much better. I was shocked. Um, I forget which fight it, Dark Shaman actually. Okay. I was like, wow, I haven't had to recast my Storm Earth and Fire in some time. What happened? Well, I, um, I actually had to recast mine because it, mine was um, out of range. Oh yeah, that's something I read. Yeah, about, that's but... that. I guess gonna be the pain is the out of range. I know, like, was it like forty yards and disappears, or forty five or something? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it has like a link to the. You know, you can't just like go. And again, that's another one of those things where I think most pets are like that. Like I know when you do like on Horodon, if you are accidentally, yeah. you know, one of the first melee to get the the, the dino on heroic. You have to, you know, put it. I just put uh, Stormworth and Fire Guy in there, and I just ignore him. And every once in a while, he'll come back because he's or just disappear because they're out of range. Um, so that's very good then to hear that because I was worried about those changes of how actually Stormworth and Fire is registered on Blizzard's chart of like, okay, Smart Heals can affect these and Smart Heals can't. Um, the one thing I noticed too, just by looking actually at it, is that it looks like they cast their own Chi Wave, mm-hmm. and they also cast their own uh, Expel Harm. 
And yeah. So yeah. that's probably what's healing them too. Like, yeah. yeah. So it seems like that when they cast these heals, it also benefits them, not just the the, the monk like us. Oh man, I wonder what a I wonder what a triple treats a triple chi burst would do in terms of like a buffed a buffed burst yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean that's then you're get, getting back into the whole bug issue with uh, Russian <laughs> Jade win. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's going to be, but if it's going to be resulting with it being re- reduced by the percentage, it should still work. I mean, well, but then again, I'm wondering, but the damage is reduced, but the healing is not. Yeah. Oh, it isn't. I. That's what. I mean, that's the tool that says is your damage and their damage is both equalized, but the healing doesn't diminish. Then there's our there's our raid cooldown, guys. There we go. Three. Three, uh, three, yeah, you know, three storm earth and fire, yeah, and then chi burst on the raid, and then there's your, uh, but no, because they then go you behind. Wait Thirty though. seconds, and then you can do it again. But it won't, yeah. won't actually it won't really work though that well because unless you're like in a melee range, like if because uh, they go behind the boss because of how they interact as a pet. Yeah, I mean, so it might be sh- dark gray shaman area. usually tanked on top of each other. Yeah, and you can. Yeah, I guess. I, actually, I don't think that would work because uh, if I remember correctly. They're not supposed to do anything if you're attacking the same target. So is the, if you oh have... uh, well, no, you just you target something else. You target a buddy. I've I've done that oh, before. True. Where like I target myself. Like if I can't go get to an ad, I forgot. Uh, oh, on uh, um, Le Shen. Like if I'm close enough to another platform and they spawn a, a like a greater diffuse, then I just go send a dude off to him and I just target myself. And then they do all the like I and I I do like a chi burst on myself oh, or mean a chi wave. It does the chi wave and everything. It'll do everything that you do, without having to target it. It's just that because you're not targeting the same target, you don't get the the flag. Because if there's that one add-on that I don't know who did it. Maybe it was one. Maybe it was you, Hina Lover. I think back in the day, someone did where it was like the SEF weak aura and it has no, like a little it, it block. No, it was someone else, but I have been using it. Yeah, I think it's I think great. maybe you relinked it or something. Yeah, I would definitely I recommend it. Relinked it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really awesome because it says who the target is. It'll say what class it is, like if it's a uh, earth, fire, or, or uh, storm, like a lightning guy. And it'll have like a little tiny HP bar underneath it so you could tell if it's dying or not. And it's it's really it's definitely beneficial. Like I've had a you know, and it blinks if you're targeting yes. the same target. <laughs> a big giant blink. Like you are on the wrong same target, you idiots. It's, <laughs> yeah, you know, the one I don't that have I've to wor- found invaluable is the one that actually shows what they're targeting, and then like yeah, that's it. Noise. Same one. Yeah, that is that's so the same invaluable. one. Yeah, because it's like you, it's like you're targeting the same thing. Like I mean, it's like that's just it's a big flashing warning that you're. You're on the same target because I know all of us has done it out there, especially when they first did the ability, you know, on the same target. And like, why the hell am I not doing good damage? It's like, well, because you're on the same target. And it, like, a uh, you know, council yeah, for instance, yeah. like, uh, I think uh, when when LFR came out in TOT, yeah. I would do it on my monk, and I I just I'd yell at other monks in the raid that were using sort of the fire on the same target, and they they just look dumbfounded, like I thought this is what you did. So this is the way you do it. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess that, like you said, comes up to it, like, uh, you know, Callie, like you said, about the, uh, um, you know, people just not being educated and not taking the time, which then goes back to the start of the show where I talked about reading, you know, the forums and seeing some of these posts about deleting their character, unsubbing because of the class. I mean, I just take the time, you know, we, you know, have you guys here doing like most of the research or at least testing and then, you know, actually, you know, getting in there and doing everything. You know, you know, go into PTR. Just go on a dummy, reforge correctly, regem. It's all free, and then it, it's like you know having the ability to actually do some, uh, 
you know, some actual good damage. I mean, it's going to be very refreshing compared to how we looked in 5-2. Obviously, take this with a grain of salt if you're happy to listen to this on, on Tuesday and it's we just got another 10% uh, nerf or something, <laughs> which would be terrible. But, I mean, I could easily see something like that happening. Um, but uh, any last thoughts from everybody on, on how 5.4 is looking out? Like, any kind of comments, like, you want to tell anybody out there that's kind of skeptical? I would say get on the PTR because one of the things that's hurting our class as a whole is just people not testing, people not being prepared, and this shows other people that Windwalker is weak when we're actually a lot stronger than that. I would I have to agree. Uh, go on to the PTR if you have time. Test it out. Re uh, you can make uh, dummy uh, dummy characters for the gems and whatnot. Regem, re-enchant, everything. Get onto a target dummy. Go in. Uh, either go to Undercity or uh, Darnassus and use the target dummies there. No one's at those locations on the PTR. Go uh, just test out the rotation. Make sure you are ready for Tuesday. Rotan, any last words of wisdom? Um, I usually go outside and try to jump and actually walk on the wind. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to do to get ready for this next patch. That explains it. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, the, if you see like, if you see a guy outside just like fluttering his legs in the air, you know, you know it's me. the boy who could fly. The boy who. Could... <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I mean, yeah, test, testing is like the best way to to kind of like we talked about the Chibru thing. Like, just sit there, sit there for like 20 minutes, and that's all it takes is to kind of like get that rhythm down and get. Um, get used to the four cheat that 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 we you know played with at the beginning of the beginning of the expansion, but then they they changed ascension or whatever. But um, I mean, educate your guild. Tell them. I mean, I think uh, there's there's the, definitely a thread on the MMO Champion forums where it's basically like monk versus raid mechanics, and there's a lot of good info in there on like what monks are good at for various encounters in the next in the next uh, in the next tier. Um, we can probably put a link in the show notes or something like that, but I've, I found that to be really useful and kind of giving me some good ideas on, okay, here's how I can be really effective and, and, you know, Hey, Hey, raid leader, I can do this to help us kill this boss, sit that shadow priest. Cause I can be better at, or whatever, you know, um, sit that rogue. That's sit the rogue. Say. Yeah. Basically sit the all, rogue. Sit all the rogues. Yeah. And ferals like, Hey, hey what's his boss drop? Okay. Sit all the classes that Even I need better. To like, make those rogues reroll <laughs> with Walker and then they can come and raid. No, because then they'll then still we'll tell, okay. steal my gear. Yeah. They'll still yeah. roll that. They'll still roll that heroic juju and be the only one that we've ever seen. Heroic TF juju and be the only one we've ever seen in the guild. Yeah, that's exactly, that's actually a true story. Cut, cutting deep there on that one. Um, oh, so they'll take all my I weapons. <laughs> Yeah, see, see, hey, see, now all the hate's coming out I'm about that. My, I'm gonna get my big <laughs> violin for you, Melvin. Well, yeah, I mean, I've never seen you. a heroic. Well, we've only seen one heroic, no, two heroic TFs, uh, Renekai's. Really? Uh, most of the other ones have been always. It's been rolled, just no luck, whatever. Anyways, that's uh, that's gonna be it for us today. Uh, thank you, Hina Lover. You can reach him out at uh, Twitter at Hina Lover on Twitch.tv slash Hina Lover. Obviously, all these will be in the show notes. Rotund always at at Salty Eric. And then Calligraphy, uh, or Cali, at CaliMonkEJ on Twitter. And then also Twitch.tv, brand new aquarium. Thank you very much. Uh, That's it for Monkcraft Podcast. And thanks for joining us. And we'll see you next week. Bye.